0: Welcome aboard the USS Bona. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek, dorktrek.com. Engage, Mr. Manny.
1: This is exactly what it is. <laughs> dirty,
0: dirty ape. No. <laughs> Get your paws off me, you damn dirty ape.
1: Too much testosterone on this show.
0: It's cool um, that there is a lot of. I've already hit record, so don't worry about it. Whoops. Okay. Who cares? It's cool that there is a lot of Star Trek news this week because the episode uh, called Progress is pretty good. Some of it, but it's 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 a two trick pony. Uh You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, it's it's another one of those that I felt like there was two kind of half ass stories. Yeah. they just kind of said, well, we'll just put these together.
2: And
0: see what happens.
1: Yeah, because they don't relate to each other in any way. No,
2: uh, they don't. Wasn't there a a lesson to be learned for everyone?
0: No, I don't.
2: Old men are like self-sealing stem bolts.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Old men are like self-steaming stem bolts. You never know what you're going to get.
1: That is... That's the lesson.
0: And they
2: self-seal.
0: And there was an ugly old
1: tree or something.
0: Yeah, um I didn't. I just felt like this was a leftover. Like they were like, "Hey, remember that Native American script we did?" Even though I guess this pre predated the Native American Planet script, right? Uh, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. This would ha- this is first season, so yeah.
0: So yeah, so then what TNG did though was like, hey, remember that script about the old man? What if we made that a whole planet of Native Americans? <laughs> cool, right? All right. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, uh, cool. it's good work. Yeah. yeah right. It's good. It's a good idea. Sure. 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 sure that's a ticket. Sure. Uh, what was I gonna say? Um shit, I don't remember. Uh... I don't know. Who cares? Sure, everybody. <laughs> good night. That was the shortest episode of Door Trek. That would probably be our ravest reviewed show. Like, wow, that was great. They did so well. Oh, they you did, said they didn't even write the episode. <laughs> it, was like, it was like an anti Door Trek episode, man. It's so so niche and, and, and hip. Then all the other Star Trek podcasts would start doing episodes that were forced minutes long.
1: <laughs> so you were saying there's a Star Trek news this week?
2: Yeah, all about the new show, Ben. Did you see any of it? I've seen nothing. Really, wow! Um, well, and that's, here's the thing—that's surprising. I, like I said, though, at the—you've uh, been wow. into murder. She wrote lately, so it makes well, sense. Well, yeah, there's that, but no, um, it's not because I'm avoiding it. The only thing I am avoiding is the new Star Trek Beyond because that's more of the Jarger Trek. I don't care about it.
0: Well, they changed the timeline name for that. It's not Abrams. It's not the Abrams verse anymore. Now it's called like the Kelvin. The Kelvin timeline, I guess. Well, yeah, because of
2: the starship. Yeah. You can call it whatever you want it. All if, right, Ben. If, Jeez,
0: I'm just relaying. kill
2: the messenger, bro. I'm just saying. <laughs> it doesn't matter what they call it. But my thing is, um, I don't care about the movies, but I've been excited I mean, almost from day one about the new series. Okay. Well, but so, so f- flourishes.
0: All right. Well, uh, I guess the the Brian Fuller mm-hmm. uh, run program uh, that will be on CBS All Access, even though it is a cash grab. I mean, we
2: can and all- that you,
0: you hide it behind a paywall. Uh, you hide it behind a paywall cash grab. Um, it's going to be thirteen episodes. Okay. British style. One plot line throughout.
2: Oh, an one overarching episode. story. Yes.
0: One plot, like an overarching kind of episodic television program, which is a complete change of pace for the Star Trek universe. So I'm really excited about that.
1: Yeah, because they've never done this. They've always had like kind of an overarching story for the entire show or something. There's always something that keeps well, There's like a seasonal thing. Yeah.
2: Like during the happy Klingon hour times.
1: Uh-huh.
2: Or uh, DS9 isn't there yet, but they're going to start some some long... Like the, arcs.
0: yeah that are but i mean this is one arc and the whole season which is kind of cool yeah. yeah you know i mean and it's, so. and it's 13 episodes which sounds kind of neat they haven't announced anything about the cast yet which is i guess i guess san diego comic con is this week or next week san diego comic con is coming up yeah uh, and I guess they're going to make some more announcements at that point. But like, That's
2: usually when the big news comes yeah. out for everything. So
1: we'll find out who the captain is going to be and stuff like that, probably. Yeah,
2: It's not going to be as much as I would love it to be. It's not going to be Angela Bassett. Why not? You never know. Well, no, that was okay. Because that came from a rumor where somebody said, oh, and this is before there was ever going to be a show. Yeah. Somebody said, hey, if you could cast Star Trek, Mr. Brian Fuller, what would your new Star Trek be? And he goes, well, first of all, I'd have Captain Angela Bassett and First Officer Rosario Dawson. Okay, but
1: is that how we have the Deadpool movie? Somebody started a rumor about Ryan Reynolds is going to be Deadpool, and there it is. It would
0: would be cool if the uh, Brian Fuller dude was like, it would be Captain Angela Bassett played by Jimmy Smits, and he was just (laughs) like, hey, what's up, I'm Jimmy Smits. Angela Bassett, nice to meet you, I'm the captain. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, Commander Rosario Dawson, played by, uh, think of some old white guy, Ben. Think of some old oh, white guy.
2: Brent Spiner.
0: Brent's, no, not that old white guy.
2: Okay. okay. Got anyone but him.
0: Um, uh,
2: Brian
0: Dennehy. You know, Brian Dennehy would be. <laughs> <laughs> you just pulled that one right out of your us on that, Brian Dennehy. <laughs> somewhere, somewhere, Brian Dennehy's ears are tingling. He's like, somebody's going to hire me. This is
2: amazing. Can you believe it? I'm not forgotten. <laughs> well, you know who watched this episode of uh, DS9 and Brian Keith is in it. Yeah. And I can never remember Brian Keith's name, but I've been watching Brian Keith my entire life on television. I have no idea who Brian Keith is. The old man in this episode. I know, I know, uh I- Hardcastle and McCormick. Okay. Uh Buffy and uh what was that that family show Angel. That? No. Uh, Buffy. No, no, not, not Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, the little girl's name was Buffy, and the boy's name was something, and had the butler, and he was the old guy that Mister Belvedere. No, that was this is <laughs> before that. This is Benson. Benson.
1: I have no idea what you're talking about.
2: It wasn't Family Matters. It was Family Family something.
1: Tides. Uh, family
0: uh, Family Feud. Family. He needs
1: enough. You know
2: So he was hard cast. Now I
0: want to know though. Now you got to tell me.
2: Oh my God! Now I gotta look up Brian <laughs> Keith's shit. God damn it! Uh, Walk amongst yourselves, family. See, at first, when
0: I first heard his voice, I swore to God it was Peter Graves because <laughs> I heard the voice. I was like, "Is that Peter Graves?" And then, like, they, it took a while. I was, I, I was. I was, I was almost 100% sure it was Peter Graves, and I was almost so happy that Peter Graves was going to show up in a DS9 episode.
1: And, and you've I was, never been more disappointed.
0: I, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I was literally doing cartwheels throughout my living room, like, I love Peter Graves. <laughs> and it was some other guy, and I was bummed.
2: Well, now, you know the, the thing that people usually don't know trivia about Peter Graves, who his brother was? Uh, Steve Graves? No. He was also in uh, – Steve Garvey. He was in a long-running uh, TV sh- – the longest-running serial drama in American television. Law & Order? Gunsmoke. Gunsmoke? Huh. I thought Law & Order would be Marshall there. Matt Dillon played ah. by James Steve Graves. Arnez. James Graves. James Arnez. James Graves. J- James Graves. James Graves. No Graves. Yeah. Who's their name? I, was
0: I love Peter Graves.
2: Um, God
0: damn. It. Peter Graves was isn't Peter Graves? Uh, I know him from biography, but isn't he also an airplane? He's the yeah. pilot in airplane, yeah, yeah.
2: Hello. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's people. also a Mission Impossible.
0: That's right. He's I totally the
2: original forget- uh, felt. No,
0: no, he's not. He's not the original felt. The original felt was Stephen Hill, because I have season one on DVD, I bought. But
2: he, he's not Phelps, though.
0: Oh, but, but I'm saying, but he's the original guy. Like oh, yeah, Steve, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they were cast. Yeah, Stephen Hill was the original guy, but I guess, like, he's super Jewish, and he wouldn't, like, he wouldn't record on Saturdays.
2: Yeah, Friday night.
0: He, yeah. yeah. He's, he sure. he pieced, and he was out, and they were like, yeah, we're getting rid of you. <laughs> and so they brought in Peter Greaves. I believe that was the first question they asked him. Hey, are you uh, Jewish? He's like, nope, I'm Mexican. Just don't tell anybody. And I'm like, going,
2: <laughs> will you work on Saturdays? <laughs> oh, I work every day. Um, you know, Family Affair on CBS, 1966 right. to 1971. I, I
0: which, never would have guessed that in a million years.
2: And uh-huh. then uh, Hardcastle and McCormick All was right. the big one for me. All right. And then Star Trek Deep Space Nine. And
0: that's it. That's his that's his, his. career. He and then he, he re-
2: died in 1990-something. So
0: you're saying he did uh, Family Affair, Hardcastle and McCormick, one episode of DS9, and then
2: that's it. Star Trek will kill you every time. Yep, that's how it works. He's he he the, had a long and, and healthy career. He was actually the, uh, the murder victim on Murder, She Wrote, on the uh, pilot episode
0: murder she wrote murder she wrote now is the murder she wrote murder similar to like the law and order murders no. or is it more like the law and order ci murders where like they go into like a story about how they're killed and you find out who does it in the
2: beginning kind of like Columbo does it's more
1: like Columbo, i think it's it,
2: yeah it's that it, it's it's usually it's nothing like oh god there's blood and go oh she was raped viciously by She's prisoners and somebody hello ben well, no, it's Law and Order. I mean – No,
0: I've on, a lot of the times the Law and Order, it's just like there's a jogger. Like two yeah. people are jogging having an asinine
2: conversation about where they're going to dinner. And they trip over the body. Oh, Yeah. You
1: know, ben, just the right rape for the rape.
2: Yeah. Well, that was the episode we watched last night of Law and Order. Well, that's uh, – yeah. But anyway, no, no. So this is the <laughs> – they call them like uh, cozy mysteries or whatever. Where it's like, you know, somebody's killed for an inheritance or whatever, and they find the body or they were poisoned. or Columbo style. Yeah. And it's early on. We, we meet everybody. Then there's a murder. And usually somebody who's related to Jessica um, Fletcher. Mm-hmm. They're accused of it, and that's the only reason she's involved. Oh, interesting. Okay. And I think the town that she's set in, Cabot Cove,
0: is murder capital U.S.
2: <laughs> of the yes. war, it has a murder rate eighty-seven times higher than Caracas, <laughs> than Caracas <laughs> which is the murder capital of the planet.
0: Interesting. So yeah, okay. So it's Columbo style, where you yeah. meet all the players, and then somebody, and then you see what happens, and somebody dies, and then Columbo's got to figure it out. But you know already. Okay.
2: Well, no, no, no. We don't know. We we have some. Uh, okay, so okay, because in Colombo, you know right off the bat what yeah, happens. Yeah, he shows you yeah. on most of his. Yeah. And it's funny because that's the two things I have on my suggested viewings on Netflix: it's Polchak, Colombo, and Murder She Wrote. Because
1: Netflix thinks that you're fucking seventy eight years old. Oh yeah, yeah.
2: And and my Jenny, I think he's seventy eight years old.
1: <laughs> I I'm not entirely unconvinced myself.
2: I dye my hair. <laughs> yeah. That color, which is just a waste. <laughs> <It's so> right. <ripe. laughs> I should go darker than this. I, I want it to be believable. That's why when people come up to me at cons, they th- I, mean, I haven't had anybody s- could tell that it's not real.
1: You're 78 years and old. Hang on. Let me take off my hairpiece. <laughs> but uh, but yes, yeah,
0: so I'm very excited. No, but I i mean, but see, I like it a good whodunit. Like, that's why I want to watch that. Per- what is it? Perot? The Perot show with the... Yeah. French guy. That looks kind of cool. Like he looks snooty and French, and he's got like a hipster mustache. And
2: right mm-hmm. mm-hmm. before it was cool, his funny hat. You know, he was a hipster before it was a, a hipster thing. I mean, the he's thing the
1: is.
0: He's the original. He's the prototype,
2: the OG hipster.
0: Yeah. And like, um, I want to watch some of the older Columbo episodes because I've seen all the ones they run on me TV, but they don't show the eighties ones. And I guess the last Columbo episode ever Columbo is investigating a murder at a rave. And that just sounds like the most like ridiculous premise in the whole, like an old <laughs> people walking around a rave. Like, uh, what?
1: Drop some Molly. Yeah. <laughs>
0: You know that sounds great.
2: So, I mean, the idea though of that show lasting for that long—it
0: went away according to like yeah. IMDb or whatever. It went away in the seventies, like seventy-eight was the last season. But then it came back, like in eighty-seven or eighty-eight. Yeah, I think ABC brought it back, and then they ran it till like ninety-four. I think 94, 95. Because old people want to watch TV too.
2: Yeah, I loved Columbo when so I was. So do I. Columbo's great.
0: It was a great show. It's just Peter Falk. Like I love him. Like he's such a likable character. Like just just his mannerisms and just 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 hit. like the kids. it's
2: it's wonderfully played. Like he's he's brilliant. Now when I was a little kid though, I would get uh, Peter Falk and Chuck Barris from the Gong Show. I would get those guys confused in my head.
0: It's weird cuz they're the same guy.
2: Really? Yes,
0: same person.
2: <laughs> God damn it. All these years. <laughs> See, I knew it. I, I, is that like a character that he played when he yeah, wasn't doing? Yeah,
0: yeah. He's wow. like he needed a couple extra bucks, and game shows were big, so he's like, I, you know, I'm gonna go do this Gong Show thing. I don't know. Okay. Um, but I feel that I do the same thing with Bill Pullman and Bill Paxton, but that makes more sense because they're both Bill Peas.
2: Yeah,
0: you know And I mean. Like, and they're kind of interchangeable. Like you can put one in the other. You know what I mean. And then Jeff Daniels gets mixed in there somehow that I haven't been able to figure out. Like, Jeff Daniels just kind of floats around like a moon orbiting yeah. the Bills. And, like, I, you know, like, he was in that, right? Like, no, that was, you know, that was Jeff Daniels. Like, oh, okay. This
2: is like a weird uh, actor isotope. You've got the two yeah. Bills yeah. as your nuclei. And then just a
0: floating.
2: A floating yeah. Jeff. Yeah. Okay. That's because I, I keep forgetting, though, that uh, Bill. Huh, see, it's tough. I can't remember which one's for Game over, man. That's Bill Paxton. Okay, so Bill Paxton was also in my favorite movie from the 80s, uh, Weird Science. Yes, he was the brother.
1: Okay, now I have no idea who Bill Paxton is.
0: Bill Paxton is the sleazy car salesman in True Lies. Bill Paxton is in Predator 2 as the goofy kind of hot shot police officer. He's in Twister.
1: Oh, okay, okay.
0: Yeah, Bill Pullman is in Spaceballs. Oh,
1: he was in Apollo 13. Yes. Oh,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know any of his good movies. I just know he's in well, a lot of- Apollo
2: James- 13 is a great movie.
0: He's in a lot of James Cameron stuff. Yeah. yeah he's in Aliens. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's great. He's wonderful. But then Bill Pullman is in Spaceballs yeah. at Independence Day, and that's kind of all I know him in. Like I can't really think of other Bill Pullman movies.
2: So we have to find is there a Bill Pullman movie where Bill Paxton appears? That'd be cool but I don't if think that overlap, that would just be too much for uni- universe. The
0: universe would explode
2: like dividing by 0.
0: But the cool thing is I could see both of those guys being cool like Star Trek crew members, maybe
2: captains. Yeah. Cuz I know Bill Paxton showed up on Agents of Shield uh, in a pretty good story arc all seasons back. Got to do something to I mean, it was good enough that it got me interested in that crap show, so... I like Bill.
1: I looked up Bill Paxton or Bill Pullman, or and Bill Bill Pullman, and there's a quiz to see if you can guess which one. It's
0: tough. Like it... (laughs) it, And then, like I said, Jeff Daniels just kind of floats around.
1: See, he doesn't come up in this quiz. Well,
2: that's the thing, is you can... Okay, so the big thing for Jeff Daniels now is the newsroom. Yes, he's big on that show, yeah. And and that's a And I think it's cancelled now, but it's a great show. I loved it. And, uh... But you could stick Pullman or Paxton in there, could you? Probably not Paxton, maybe
0: Pullman. Okay.
1: I think Bill Pullman's too, like, kind of goofy, though. No, Bill
0: Paxton's more goofy. Bill Paxton's more like the Game Over Man.
1: Game Over Man! I don't know, like, uh, Jeff Daniels is kind of, um, he's kind of got that, like... I hate this word, but gravitas, you know, he's really a little bit more than the other two.
0: See, I think of Jeff Daniels just as the guy from dumb. <laughs> so it's kind of weird. I,
1: I think I like separate that. Like he's a different Jeff Daniels. That's not the same guy. Yeah. It's not him at all.
2: <laughs> uh, that guy. Uh, what's his name? Carey, Jim, Jim Carrey. Yeah. Drew Carey. Jim, Carrey. Drew Jim Carrey. is that the same guy too? Different. Yes. Okay. Jim Carrey's fantastic.
0: Like Anyone who says anything bad about him, I just say, go watch Eternal S- Sunshine of the Spotless of Mine or whatever.
2: Well, yeah, but see, that's the thing. Like you're saying, you know, Jeff Daniels, you separate as a separate person because mm-hmm. of Dumb and Dumber. For me, it's just like Jim Carrey for that era fits right into Dumb and Dumber. I know he's not that dumb. I just, I mean, for that comedic take. That
1: was the type of role he was playing at the
2: time. Yeah, but then the what do you call it? The drama roles seem to be the the odd thing for him. Where with Jeff Daniels, I think the comedy is the odd thing out for him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: I can see that. They just kind of meet in the middle for that movie. Experimented in college with comedy. Yeah. He's a funny guy though, is the thing. Mm -hmm. If you hear him ever speaking, he's in other funny stuff. It's just, that's the one that people think of. Jeff Daniels. Yeah. I think the uh, Jim Carrey guy. He's he's done funny stuff too. He's yeah. that's
0: what he. Yeah, he well he was a comedic actor,
2: and he's got that uh, what do you call it the the Wheel of Fortune thing going on now. Yeah, or he's kind of
0: transitioned, much like um, Game
2: show much just, like Price is right. Yeah, I'm just ignoring him.
0: Much like uh, Bill Murray has kind of transitioned into like a funny guy who does dramas now. That's yeah. kind mm-hmm. of what Jim Carrey is. He's kind of transitioned into that
2: role. See, I like that Bill Murray, he does these comedic I mean, he does these these dramatic roles and he's serious. But then when you see him off screen, he's the funny guy, he's the cool guy, hey, you know, he he can be serious if he needs he's to kind of a lunatic. <laughs> but he just shows up at parties he's and, and he's he's still a fun, you know, hey, I'm gonna have fun with life kind of guy, right? So you like, hey, that guy used to be a comedian. Oh yeah, he does some dramatic roles, but he's a funny guy. Tom Hanks, who I grew up with in comedic roles, when he went drama, he shoved his kids can- like you know, all, in. all the chips. No, in. see, I know because, you know, sometimes he'll, he you get a glimmer of that old Tom and the fun Tom, but he's so serious in everything I see him in now. He's
0: hosted SNL like 17 times or something like that. Like, he's a hilarious dude. I think he's just well-rounded. Uh you know like he's I mean that thing you do is one of my favorite movies and like he wrote that flick and that's still like to this day anytime when I had cable anytime that thing you do was on I'd watch it no matter where it was I quit I quit I (laughs) I
1: haven't seen that in ages it's the
0: best it's so much fun you know Steve that gave us Steve Zahn Steve Zahn is amazing you know Mm -hmm. I love that movie Um, but yeah no I love uh, Tom Hanks he's great you Joe versus, versus
1: Volcanoes, where is
0: that? Joe yeah. versus the Volcano, A Man with One Red Shoe, The Burbs.
1: Yeah, those are great.
0: The Burbs is watch instantly on Amazon, I think, or Netflix. One of them I was perusing and I found it. I was yeah. like, oh, The Burbs is killer. Yeah. Burbs is a great movie. But anyway. Another uh,
2: big star from the 80s I loved? Uh, Brian Keith. Brian Keith. Yeah. Who's God, God Rest His Soul.
0: And you know who else I love who I think would be a pretty cool captain? Of a starship would be Peter Weller.
2: Dig that. Oh, Peter except Weller. he's an admiral in RoboCop. Yeah, but he's an admiral in the new Star Trek, the is, jar, jar. Trek. Is he? Yeah, he's Peter the- Weller. Yeah, no, he's, he's the bad guy in the second Star Trek. Peter Weller. Yes. How did I miss that? <laughs> now you gotta Google. No,
1: googling it. To, yeah. be,
2: to be fair, that movie was kind of forgettable. Yes, it was. But he, he was Admiral Marcus.
1: I was going to say, didn't he get killed or something? Well, you spoilers. know, spoilers.
2: And guess what? If you're listening to this show, unless Bobby bleeps me too out.
1: Too
2: fucking bad. Too fucking bad. Because
1: <laughs> don't watch
2: it. It's a, just a, a crap remake of Star Trek 2.
0: Uh, yeah, you know, it kind of is. I hate to say it, but it is.
2: And even here's the thing. I felt pretty good when even the people who like the new Star Trek were complaining about... No, he's not in it. you got the wrong guy, Benjamin. I, I'm looking right at him. It's Peter Weller. No, it's not. I'm looking at his. Is I'm that look, Peter Mellor, Weller?
0: I am look, I'm looking at his biography now. He is not. The last movie he was in was 2005's The Poseidon Adventure. No, she's looking
2: at the, the freaking. He played
1: Admiral Marcus on Into Darkness, and then a fucking ad comes up on.
2: No, where? I don't see that.
0: Oh, there it's
1: it on is. On okay. All right,
2: all right, all right. I see it. Yes, the Into Darkness. You're right. You're right question my knowledge of star trek even star trek i don't like
0: even star trek i don't like
2: <laughs> the new one looks pretty good though it's got a motorcycle I, who gives
0: yeah. a rat's ass
1: i'm holding up honey. even he
0: said even uh, the new captain was like look dude you got to do stuff like this or people aren't <laughs> gonna see it you gotta he even said you gotta dumb it down which is
1: Oh,
2: my God, that's what sets Star Trek apart. If you're too dumb to get the Star Trek wow. thing, then you're not a Star Trek fan. Stop
0: and watching it. It's a, it's a, we've had this conversation. It's a big tent. You have to at least make like 500 million worldwide
2: to keep your thing going. And if you then can't stop your thing, if the people right? on this planet are too dumb to get it. No. If people are too dumb to get Whoa. Star Trek, then fucking Star Trek's dead. Let it die and rest R.I.P. Game over, man! <laughs> I mean, if you're dumb enough to vote for, for, for Orange Tangerine Boy, Republic's dead. If you can't get a Star Trek, that's why he's winning. Because he's people not- can't understand Star Trek anymore. It's wow. out, outcome-based education. It's what you get when you homeschool.
0: I think that he is uh, exactly right. You have to make movies big tents. That's how things get done. That's how anything gets done. You have to. It has to appeal to the masses. Unfortunately, because I mean, like we saw what happened when Star Trek was just appealing to Star Trek fans. The last, the last Star Trek movie ended with the Enterprise in dry dock. <laughs> like, it was just hanging, <laughs> in space being fixed, because they said people will see this will make more. And you know what? They didn't see it. Nobody cared. And then all the shows got canceled. You have to kind
2: of. You have to branch out, man. I just, I just think it's some things though. It's like when Grandma's on the respirator for 15 years.
0: So you're saying pull the plug on Trek, dude? Never again? Yeah. Well, that's not your decision. That's what the Roddenberries and, and I guess Viacom to some extent. And they're I don't gonna,
2: think the Roddenberries get to make that decision anymore. I think when when Gene signed the, the papers, I think Viacom pretty much makes that decision. They're going to they, milk it for everything it's worth. I mean, you know, we can get Rod on the show and see if he can, you know. Well, he's got his own. He's got his own podcast now. I think. He, yeah. That's... There's an official Star Trek podcast now.
0: Yeah. That, that, like Weird Al Yankovic, who's going to be on and stuff like that. Like, look, it's like a, it's like a, an official Star Trek podcast that he hosts. I think with some other nerd, and they probably talk about
2: nerdy shit. You know, I, I'm, I'm halfway tempted to listen to it, and then like three episodes in, they start doing our bits. <laughs> he's just like,
1: <laughs> what? The Start talking about Klingons, dicks, uh, yeah.
0: If that, I mean, if that was the case, I would be uh, flattered as I'm calling a lawyer. <laughs> well, no,
2: that's the thing is, I mean, what I can tell Paramount and Viacom uh, are just like, oh, we're so happy now.
0: Uh, may I speak to Lowell the Hammers, Dan?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's only so much we can do. Like, we're, we're going to sue them because we're talking about their property.
0: Well, to be fair, we've. We've made – we've – all right. See, this is where I kind of look at it. Similar to – like we've taken these characters that they hold near and dear and turn them into kind of like a spoof of themselves where it's so kind of – Yeah, it's so backwards. Really, yeah, like you couldn't you you wouldn't see like, you know – Riker, you know, doing all the things we've accused him of doing on this program. Yeah. So, in in a sense, we turned it into our own. Yeah, does that make sense?
2: Yeah. Well, I, mean, I think it's it's a parody enough at this oh, point. Oh yeah, totally. Between the review aspect and the parody aspect. You you cannot confuse what we do for actual Trek.
0: No, like if I was listening to the Star Trek podcast and they started talking about fucking police house, you bet your ass I'd be suing like quick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like I would be suing the shit out of it. They're everyone. going to
2: space jail.
0: Yeah, yeah totally. Well, spa- See, prison jail, space jail, like that's kind of a gray area because we used to get our panties and a bunch about that on like the the old Mike and Bob show, the old terrestrial radio show we would do because we would talk about how things are funnier if you put space in front of them. Mm-hmm. Space boobs and, th- and we would go on and on and on. And then they started doing it on Family Guy. And I was like, uh, you know, that's... That's cl- you know ah uh, you don't want to sound like a crazy person but yeah if they started talking about police house on
2: yeah. I would that's kind of specific yeah, yeah
0: I would and like
1: Argyle's moonshine and
2: yeah is Jeffrey's tube gin yeah
0: you know like I would lose my shit and I'd, we'd all be rich is what I'm saying yeah. I would, I would take the rotten berries for every nickel they
2: have and then they'd sue us for a million dollars for every klingon dick we mentioned
0: no that's their own fault they had they have redundant organs man like you can't pick and choose your redundant organs bro <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. you know
0: you can't say like they have redundant organs sans sexual ones because that's just stupid like why would nature do that so if anything, there would be more dick and balls because reproduction is kind of the most important aspect of, of, of nature, right? Like to reproduce and to kind of get your seed out there. So if anything, they may have more than two dicks and balls is what I'm
1: saying. Yeah. So what if it was a Klingon hermaphrodite? They have two of each.
0: That'd be cool. And they could impregnate themselves. That would be yeah. a wacky episode right there. <laughs> you really need to watch Misfits.
1: Uh...
0: That would be super wacky. Yeah.
1: The look that Ben was giving me for a second there was like, "Are you fucking stupid?" <laughs> no, I mean, like
0: it would be like think about the episode where like Wharf comes in to work and he's throwing up all over the place and
2: like Wharf, what's wrong? And he's like, "I'm pregnant." And, like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, that would be awesome. You
2: know, that, that would have to that would be the season finale. done, done, done.
1: That totally. yeah. <laughs> so leaves you to wonder who the the father or the mother is. Yeah, I don't know. Through the whole brain. I, don't,
2: I don't understand how Klingons work, so it's. <laughs> well, it's I don't
1: think that the entire show does. That's
2: just how it works here. It's, you know, there's Klingons or there's not Klingons. But again, you
0: can't re- You can't pick and choose
2: your um, reproductive. Yeah, that's that's dumb. I mean, think
0: about it. Like, think about like a flower. Like the pollen is the reproductive. Word, you know, it's part of the reproductive system, and there's thousands and thousands of pollen parcels that go out. You know, from each
2: flower. So you would need more. Which is why we get the annual tree bukaki. Yes. here in Southampton Road.
0: Which is what I'm saying. Why not have, if you're a Klingon, why not have like hundreds of penises? <laughs> like you're just the whole inside of your thighs are just penises.
2: Have have you seen the the comic it's that somebody you, did about uh, Superman with uh, from Superman two? The, you know, the original Superman, too, when yes. he takes Lois back to the Fortress of Solitude and they're about to, to be intimate and he's undressing and she's, you know, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then he takes off his pants and there's just this horrible <laughs> going on. And she's like, what the hell is that? And he's like, it, it's it's my penis. <laughs> but He's not from Earth. He's yes. not, you know. I agree. I agree.
0: Um, we haven't talked about this episode once yet. No. Brian Keith.
2: We mentioned Brian Did good. Me Do me to sum this up. I can sum it up so we can talk about it. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty It's pretty self-explanatory. Sure. Bajor coming out of the occupation, they have energy needs, right? So they're going to get some self-sustaining power by uh, pumping power out of one of their smaller moons, like right? the fifth moon of Bajor. Hmm. No big deal, except there's like 40-something people who like, lived on it, They've evacuated except for this one, one. stupid old man. <laughs> just just like in on Earth, whenever something's going right, you got that one old man. It's up all over again. He's the
1: asshole that stays in his trailer when there's like a hurricane in Florida. He's the
0: guy that won't let them build a highway on his land.
2: <laughs> yeah. I ain't going to put no oil pipes through my countryside. Exactly. Anyway, so he's there. He's been there since the occupation. He's been on this moon for 40 years. You know, throughout the story, we get the whole hardship thing where he he snuck aboard a, our Cardassian uh, recon ship, got dropped off on this moon, built the farm with his bare hands, you know. He's got these two mute people who are victims of the uh, occupation who can't talk. So he's taking care of them. They farm nearby. And they've got this nice little community where they live and they're happy and whatever and ain't getting off my land kira's got to go and convince him to get out but she starts having feelings for him like that whole fatherly thing yes
0: i think that i would cool. be i would be and if it was more romantic feelings like she was a she was into like old man balls you know yeah and so i think
1: the, i'm pretty of, sure there's something going on there yeah
2: they banged because when
0: she came yeah. out and she was like you were keeping me up all
2: night last night that's what she's doing through the whole episode, just making those references.
0: Well, they were there. I mean, to be fair, they were there. I mean, you know, if, if you watch it, I mean, she was like, oh, yeah, she took
2: off her jacket, and she had her lacy shirt on, and she was like, that's not the official uniform, though, which is kind of crazy, that little lacy vented thing. Yeah.
0: Something that your mom wears. That's
2: their, <laughs> that's their official undershirt in that uniform. Mm-hmm. You know, now, I, now, do the
0: boys have the same undershirt? Because that would be hot.
2: I was just kind of going to say I think it would be kind of cool if they did, just to be like, oh
0: no, it's it's unisex. See, the weird part is too. I always thought that the Cardassians and the Romulans had like weird clothing, but the the lacy top slash short vest jacket thing that the uh, Bajorans wear mm-hmm. is really uncomfortable because like it's a jacket that's mainly for like your your pecs and your shoulders and your sleeves and that's kind of it like that's the it's the stupidest looking jacket in the entire world
1: it's like a shrug or something basically it looks
0: like it's made for like a dog like you would put it on a because like the way it would kind of fit like the dog's chest and kind of back thing like with the Mm -hmm. it's almost it almost looks like separate pieces like it looks like someone took a pair of um of chaps and was like, we can make this into a jacket. <laughs> like, yeah, just shirt sure chaps. This is <laughs> amazing. Shirt sure, <just> chap. <laughs> just cut this. Just cut the sleeves down a little bit, and we got ourselves a jacket. <laughs> it, it's a
1: chap. can make us millions. Yeah, it's it's a j-
2: j- whoa! It's, it's, <laughs> I'm kickstarting that shit tonight. <laughs> <laughs> i will be in stores everywhere, <laughs> or
0: never. Mm-hmm. And I'll just take the money and go to Mexico.
2: Yeah but yeah. uh so while that's going on and she's got to convince him to leave and he's feeding her well, she doesn't do it all like she's awful at this mm-hmm. job. no and so i will save the rest of that one but i mean meanwhile- it's cool too that cisco's like seriously get your shit together <laughs> this is fucking ridiculous yeah
0: get this old man yeah. off this fucking planet or i'm gonna kick your ass
1: at some point i thought she was gonna move onto the planet with him and yeah be a farmer yeah
2: you, got, you she, got. She's got issues. real dad. She's got real daddy issues. Oh, definitely. Yeah, but see, that's that's what I got from it. Yeah. She's like,
0: if she wouldn't have been like a bajoran ambassador to the the I guess federation, she'd have been a stripple. Like, she's got that kind of daddy issues,
2: like for real deal. Like
0: yeah. any old man who's gonna talk about some
2: roots, she's all about. Well, you know what I thought about with this was Ro Lauren. Remember the episode yeah. when she fell for the? Well, monkey. to
0: be fair, it was
2: supposed to be Ro,
0: and exactly. like she, Ro bailed and was like, "I don't want to wear this stupid nose. I'm a good looking woman. I want to do other stuff." And she she was successful. She's gone on to do
2: other things. So good for her. I saw her on a couple episodes of Matlock, and that was about it.
0: She was on that show, The Killing. I guess that A and E show about the murder. I don't remember that. Yeah, She did True
1: that.
0: Blood? Yeah, she did True Blood. I think for a while too, yeah, like I she, True Blood. She did some stuff, yeah. I watched Matt That's
1: because you're 78 years old.
2: You're an 80 year old white woman. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Kira, she showed up on Castle, so you know she's still working.
1: She yes,
2: okay. not anymore because that show got. Yeah, thank God. Late. It's season too late.
0: Need to feel young. Can suck it. Like I, I, if that dude is the captain of the Star Trek show, I ain't watching it. Damn. I'm just. I mean, get your own shit, dude. Like, why what? you gotta? The thing is anytime something nerd related comes up, he's like the first guy that every dork brings up, like oh we're gonna, we're gonna do a Green Lantern movie,
2: Nathan Fillion, Nathan Fillion, I'm like no. Well maybe it's because he he loves his fans. He actually interacts with people. Well maybe you you fee he, he fronting, he's looking for a paycheck. I don't know.
1: It's just nerds talking on the internet, just ignore them.
2: Yeah, they're just dummies. Well, we're nerds on the internet talking. Yeah, but yeah. we're yeah, but we're the cool nerds. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we use bad words on our show. Yeah, we're the cool kid nerds. We're the, we're in the back of nerd class. Yeah, like, totally. you know, Acting up.
0: We're the nerds for we're the nerds making fun of hardcore nerds.
1: Yeah, but to wow. be fair, I think Ben is just barely out of that category.
0: Um, Ben is Ben gives us our cred.
1: That's true. That's true. Ben is an actual nerd. Yeah,
0: but Ben has impressed us with his his uh, his attitude and his he, Ben can walk the line,
1: bro. Yeah,
2: yeah. You know? My knowledge of Peter Weller movies. Hey, Peter Weller is awesome, dude. Buckaroo Banzai is a killer. It's flick. one of my favorite movies. Yeah, I love Buckaroo
0: Banzai. They're remaking it, I guess. Kevin Smith is doing like a TV show or something. Like Kevin Smith is going to do a TV show about it, which would be kind of dope. <laughs> I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out what I'm going to get for Father's Day because Stephanie said I could buy two movies on Amazon and one of them is going to be Lost Boys. Maybe the other one will be Buckaroo Bonsai.
2: So speaking of uh, Law & Order, um, <laughs> dun, dun. Dun, dun. No, I f- completely did not make the connection that the district attorney on Law & Order is the gay dude on the... The mom from, uh, from Lost, Boys. Lost Boys. Yeah, Yeah, she's been in a bunch of Woody Allen movies too. But that's the thing is in my head though there's her from Lost Boys, and there's her from Law and Order. Yeah, yeah, and I knew yeah. The actress's name, but I never Diane
0: Weist, I believe her name.
2: Yeah, is. and I never crossed those two. It, it was like no, no, that's that's mom from Lost it's like Boys. It Jeff Daniels. It's <laughs> like you and Jeff Daniels.
0: Yeah, it's. And, See, I I know her. I discovered her watching Woody Allen flicks because she's in a bunch of like late. 80s early 90s Willie allen movies that's how i found her and she was like the wild sister where like um i guess she's in hannah and her sisters where
2: she's the wild child of the bunch you know i like her a lot i think yeah she's nice. but so you've you've settled on lost boys Yes,
0: I'm definitely yeah. going to get Lost
2: Boys. Now, are you going to get like – is, is there a special edition or No, a- no I'm just going
0: to buy the, the stream of it because you can just buy it like on Amazon Prime and it will just yeah. come up on my – because I'm not trying to buy a DVD because the kids will no. the break them and I don't need that kind of clutter. Like
2: I but, love being able
0: just to just one-click
2: purchase. That shit is dope. Well, no, I, that's how we got uh, Captain America. Yeah. But that's the thing though. Is, can't you get like some of those streaming things come with special features you now?
0: I, some of them do, but it's not like you have to watch the entire... They have to run all the way through it, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like,
2: okay, yeah.
0: like the Star Wars one, like it's like seven hours long, but you have to like kind of just run your way through it. Oh. I don't think it has like a menu. I just think it's like one oh. long kind of stream. If yeah, you like so it. if it's
1: the sort of movie that you want all the special features and stuff, you better just buy it. Basically. Yeah,
0: but if you just want to watch Lost Boys, because Lost Boys rules, you know... I've been, I have
1: that DVD, I'm pretty sure there's no special features on yeah. that at
0: all. Kiefer Sutherland. He's a creep, and I like it. Yeah. Like him and his dad, they've been creeping out people for generations. Because my mom thinks Donald Sutherland's a total creep, too. So
2: he is. Yeah. He's awesome. Though. He is. The guy, uh, Edward Herman, mm-hmm. uh, that's the 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 vampire, the father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great, yeah. Well, he, uh, if you ever get a chance, if you're ever getting audiobooks, or you're getting Audible, or you're getting CDs with books. The, the weird part is, audio books are kind of expensive and really long. I don't have that kind of time. I ain't got seventeen hours. Well, yeah, but he <laughs> does some of the best narrations. Like when he's one of the, he's a reader, and he just has one of those voices that you want to listen to him continue talk and mm-hmm. talk. And so, when I was driving six hours a day back in the old days, I would specifically look for books that he read.
0: Now, is this on horse and buggy or? Did you have to crank your car first before you? you no, know, I,
2: I was driving from from here to a place three hours away doing uh, something. And they okay, okay, all right. At high rates of speed, upwards of 50 to 55 miles an hour. Oh, shit. Crazy. So, you, so you went back into the future?
0: You no, know, I didn't go 88. Maybe I'll get back to the future. I can't wait till my kids are old enough to watch Back to the Future. I was telling Sophie that just yesterday. I was like, dude, I can't wait till you can watch Back to the Future because <laughs> in my mind like back to the future is the perfect film okay that weird to say like it's so it much f- just the first fun. one though yeah yeah i haven't even seen yeah. like i am of the school that like the other two films are completely unnecessary and i'll never watch them like i don't even wow. care so like, you never watched them when they came out No, no. I, I as a kid like this is this is something that i've i've stood firm to my entire life even as a kid i knew i was like that's stupid like no, like, you don't need another Back to the Future. I was like I was like nine saying that. Like, I'm not going to see that. That's dumb.
1: <laughs> like, I like them, but I honestly can say that you don't need to see the other two. Yeah, it's like... like especially the third one. It's just the same movie rehashed.
2: Yeah, you know? it's just a Western. No, see, yeah. my thing was, though, my best friend Jay and I in high school, we dissected these movies because it was time travel. So we <clears throat> had to just break it down. And there was an issue, what was it? I, I want to say it was Omni Magazine that did uh, a, a special on uh, causality loops and, and the different paradoxes that you run into with time travel. And so I'm still of the attitude that there is a missing Marty. I'm you know, cool with that. That lost everything. He's the Marty that grew up with Lone Pine Malls and that nice truck.
1: Oh what is it they call it in Flash, the time remnant Marty. He's the time
2: remnant Marty. <laughs> and so he lost everything. Mm-hmm. So wherever he ends up, he's fucked because he had the cool parents, right, that he grew up with. He had the truck, right? He had the you know, the pretty girlfriend. He had the great life. And then because Schlub Boy Marty from, you know, Earth One starts bumping around the timeline. He gets all of that stuff that he he yeah. hasn't earned. He didn't.
0: You can. You, can, you are clearly of the um, crisis of infinite Earth guy because that's exactly you know that's the, the same frame of thought. Like uh, Kevin and I want to do an Elvis story about um, it's called Crisis on Infinite Elvises, where like all these Elvises battle each other in one plane, like a Highlander. It's kind of like a tournament style, like all these Elvises from all the other universes fight. To see who can be the most powerful Elvis, and they fight the Elvis on this earth, on this realm. Because the reason would be in all the other realms, Elvis's brother lived. Oh. Being that, like, so his brother, I believe his name was Aaron. No, what okay. was his name? No, 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 no. It was Jesse. Something like that. I don't know. But the other brother was the famous one, and Elvis was just the poor schlub. But on this reality, in this time frame, Elvis is the one because his brother died. So they all um, fight to try to, to defeat this Elvis like to, to become the Elvis. But then the one thing that happens is it's actually kind of dumb is, um, uh, when they're fighting, like, you know, Jesse's prevented me from being famous. Neither will you. And he's like, huh? And he's like your brother, he's alive. And Elvis gives it all up because he wants to be a, like, he said the one great loss in his life was never having a brother. So he, ah. this Elvis gives it all up and walks away. To be a brother on this other plane. Man, it's fucking good.
1: Amazing.
2: You might want to cut this section out.
0: Hey, if somebody beats me to it, more power to them. I've got notes on it. I'll just sue them.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and let's mark the time. this just uh, roll
1: it all into the same lawsuit with the other members.
2: Yeah. Crisis on Infinite Elvises. That, that's, that, well, I don't know if you could use that title.
1: Hey, I don't see well, why yeah, not.
0: You
2: can't copyright it's a title. You can't copyright a mm. title. In, in trademark a title, I think. Yeah. But, uh, they've kind of sure. made some money off that whole crisis thing. Well, how
0: many fucking – how many X-Men covers have you seen, the parodies of that with the the posters and the Xs and, like, yeah. what is that, uh, Future – no, it's not Future Imperfect. Which one is that? Uh, it's the movie they just did. Oh, Days of Future Past? Yeah, Days of Future Past. Isn't that the the poster with the – Wolverine and all the dumb things, and I see that everywhere. It drives me bonkers. But anywho,
2: yeah. um, so story B is Jake and Nog. Now, t- <laughs> tell me this. Okay. Story B is way more interesting. Yeah,
1: I kind of think so. Yeah. yeah,
0: like it's way more interesting because, it's
2: like, funny because the the self the self sealing stem bolts, right? The guy that wrote the episode just kind of came up with it. It was just like, well, I needed I needed a MacGuffin. I needed a thing. Some bullshit tech-
0: a do, A doohickey.
2: Yeah, I can't yeah. call it a lolly because Jenny will yell at me that it's not a real word. <laughs> so I had to come up with something. All right. So he comes up with this. Well, everybody on the show loved it. So there's references to those things, not these specific ones, but to that that device in future episodes. And nobody knows what they do. Yeah, nobody. He goes, well, I don't know. It's it's a thing. It's a, it's obviously a stem bolt that seals itself.
1: Why? So when you go to build something on your land,
2: and you need to, and you need to, something that will that see, use a stem bolt that will seal itself. That's huh? what you use. Yeah. And a hundred gross of them.
0: Yeah, I love like the the bee story to me is so much more interesting because like. Uh, The one weird part about the B-Story is because, okay, it starts off with, um, I guess, uh, um, Nog's dad. Yeah, Rom. Rom, the Space Knight. He orders a bunch of, like, gravy, but it's not replicated gravy. It's real gravy. Yeah. And Quark is pissed because he doesn't want this gravy.
2: Well, yeah, it's Cardassian gravy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cardassian. They're gone. Yeah,
0: so he's got this Cardassian gravy that nobody wants. So um, Nog takes it Uh and then turns it into these stem bolts. Now, this is where it gets weird for me because Nog should know that land is
2: valuable. It's just dirt.
0: But that doesn't, like, land is where it's at. Like, land is always valuable. Like, no matter what, no matter where you are in the galaxy, no matter where you are I mean, historically speaking, like you couldn't even vote unless you were a landowner. So land is always valuable. That's the one part of it that I get kind of like, come on, man, you should know this.
1: You should know that it's at least worth looking into to see where the land is to find out if it's worth taking instead.
0: Yeah. Cause he just poo-poo's the land idea, like immediately. like I don't want land, but it's like, dude, it's, you don't know how much of land it is. You don't know where it is. I mean, it could always be developed. I mean, they're always moving people around and I'm sure that's not cheap. You know, if you're going to move a colony of people from planet A to planet B, if someone owns planet B or there's land on planet B that you have to put people on, they have to compensate you for that.
2: Yeah. Like Mm -hmm.
0: land should have some kind of value. That's why I didn't get that at all. I was disappointed in nog in that one.
2: Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just always thought of it as as the Ferengi with all their business acumen. They just they don't get real estate.
1: I think also because he's just a kid, and like a lot he of he hasn't little got kids, to that
2: chapter yet.
1: He just wants gold. That's all. Like he just wants money. He's like, what am I gonna do with it? I don't fucking know. We're going to go to the strip club. He's
2: going to go get some Cabo girls, and he's going to throw bars of gold-pressed latinum at the them. Pow, pow.
1: Knock them
2: out. Knock them out and then have his way with them. He's going
0: to yeah. Bill Cosby him, dude.
2: With bars of gold. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> um But, yeah, so that was the one part that disappointed me, is I thought yeah. that he should have more interest in land.
2: But I, I thought it was – wasn't there, like, an old cartoon or something – that was the same premise where you get this one thing and then you trade it for the next and then you trade it up and yeah. And, and that's, that's life. <laughs> there was an internet thing where a guy took a, a red uh, paper clip or something and he just kept trying until he got somebody to trade him for it. And he just kept trading, Hey, would you trade me you know this yeah. or that? And he kept trading and he would always be trading up and then he ends up with like a house or yeah. something.
1: Yeah, it went on for years where, like, he just kept trading up just a little bit at a time. And I think at some point it was kind of like, you know, Chewbacca Lady or something where it was just like, yes, I'll give you the house so that I'm on record as being part of this thing. Yeah. You know? There was an
0: Office episode similar to this where, like, they have a, um, um, a garage sale the people who work at the office have a garage sale and Dwight is trying to get the best item there. So he's trading to get the best item at the garage sale. So yes. So it's a common premise, but I just really enjoyed it. Like I thought it was fun. You know, I I had a
2: lot more fun with that than I did with the old man on the planet. Mm -hmm. And
0: to be fair, I Old man on the planet was just a smaller version of the native American thing for me. Uh, But to be fair to DS nine, they did it first. Yeah. So.
1: And I think it's the, the story with the kids was like the entire story, or if that was more of the main story, it wouldn't be as good. It was kind of good just as it was. Yeah,
2: it was perfect. And this is more of the developing friendship of Jake and Nog. Mm-hmm. And like we said, in, in the end, they, they make a profit.
0: Yeah, they, they got range. land, and then they sold the land to um uh, your boy, to Quark.
2: Yeah, and then Quark sold it to whoever was developing it. A- was the thing. It would make sense because now... Bork is going to give him that 5 bars of gold press platinum because he's going to get way more than that from the car- from the in government but if it was Jake and Nog trying to deal with the government they were going to get screwed over
0: yeah they would just beat him up
2: right so by them selling it at a huge discount and a kid he's a kid 5 bars of gold press He's lat- like what the f- you probably got like a you know a couple of thousand bars worth of platinum worth of land down there eh. And you, but he's a kid, so it's like you can you can scam kids, you know, out of five bucks easy.
0: I'm gonna edit that, Ben, because just it sounds
2: bad. Like you can scam kids out of anything, <laughs> out,
0: of, out of their pants.
2: No, I'm talking about like if they've got candy and you want it, you can take candy from a kid. Really, you can give candy to
0: a kid too.
2: No, I never do that. I I take precautions. I, um, I, I, I'm never alone with a condoms. child. <laughs> oh. That was really good,
0: Jenny.
2: He's
1: gonna kill me in my sleep. No.
2: Especially after some things I heard on another podcast from her. So,
0: all right.
1: Oh my god!
0: Do you guys do that too? Like she says stuff about you on the podcast, and you get all butt hurt about it, Ben?
2: No, I don't. But it it kind of plays into what she just did, so I'm a little butt hurt about that. I do, I draw a line. I, I have a line. I draw right there, right? Th- oh, unless it's Ben, then I can just make fun of Ben all the time. <laughs>
1: Hey, you started it. All
2: right, so whatever. It's it's awesome.
0: I like it. I think it's fun. I thought it was good, Jenny. I
1: appreciate
0: it. And you've got about fourteen minutes until you can stop being nice to him. So the clock is ticking.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared.
0: Um, but yeah, like I really enjoyed the the B story in this episode. It was good. As B stories go, I'm gonna say this could this might sound crazy. One of my most favorite B-stories. And yeah, there's been yeah. some good TNG ones, like about the cat, you know, like yeah. cat and all that jazz. This was a good B-story, man. I dug it.
2: I liked it just because, I mean, it was, you know, there are these, these lovable scamps. Yeah. And, you know, like it, little rascals. My
0: question is, where the fuck is Keiko? Like, is this summer break? Like, what happened at this school? Did she just abandon that?
2: Well, according, you, according to Netflix. kids be in school? I saw the preview for next week's episode. Like I didn't see the preview, but you know how Netflix will show yeah, uh, yeah. A, like, a clip for like the picture of what's in the next episode mm-hmm. and O'Brien and Keiko.
0: Okay. So Keiko decides to come back to the station. Finally come back. To re- to, cause I mean, she's the last time we saw her, she started a school and then she's been gone ever since. So like she just, she just abandoned all these dumb kids. <laughs> Yeah. In this classroom.
2: Are they like homeschooling
0: Jake or something? Because I don't know because they're clearly not going to school. These kids are running around all over the place. Like they're, they're gallivanting. They're making these hot deals. Where are their parents? Like they're, they're hanging out with these, uh, uh, these Bajoran girls trying to get them in the bedroom. Like they're probably, they're latchkey. They're space latchkey kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His
2: dad's like, you know, the sheriff in town. Where's yeah. the space parents, is what I'm saying. He's a single dad. And I mean, but still though, I mean, you got to have your kid. Well, that's the thing is, is single parents can't raise a child by themselves. It's impossible. So
0: you, well, you have to have some kind of, uh, uh, kid in like space. He said that on purpose. You know that, right?
1: No. <laughs> a space kids in college, motherfucker. What are you going to do? Okay. My <laughs> single
2: grandmother raised me. Okay. You guys stop fighting. It's just a podcast. <laughs>
1: Genesis Dennis isn't here, we're still going to fight. Yeah, um, we, have to prove that that, we just the, have to prove that we fight even when he's not on the show. You guys have been
0: very civil to each other and I really appreciate it. Because yeah. if Horace came to Horace, I would just be like, oh, my internet's going down and just cancel the episode. <laughs> oh
1: no, we're uh, losing connection. Uh,
0: I
2: got a lot of space static. But um, but yeah, maybe... <laughs> driving through a can Call <laughs> <laughs> me <laughs> back and to be fair i thought i
0: think jenny did a wonderful job with her with her child oh yeah kudos to you you. so you know um but what was i gonna say yeah you need like a space boys uh, club and all that stuff to keep these kids out from impregnating something
2: they need like space scouts or something space scouts
0: that would be a good series, like a good spinoff, like Space Scouts, you know, like a like a, a Nickelodeon style, like comedy drama, you yeah. know, about like getting pubic hair and you know premature ejaculation and stuff. <laughs> That's the show I want to write. You know what? I gotta go. I gotta write this. Space yeah. Space camp. Space.
2: Star Trek. Space camp. <laughs>
0: yeah space scouts yeah space scouts yeah, star you. trek space scouts and it's like you know being a boy scout like trying to get your your badges and and taking the uh the runabout across the the nebula to hang out with the chicks and smell their underpants yeah
1: can wait till they try to start a campfire yeah and all that pressurized in oxygen. space
0: yeah. and it, well, and that's the end of the show it blows well, up
2: no, no. you've got like a a, a space helmet that's over the floating. There's like the the wood and it's got like it's, the space helmet. There's like a over bubble it, over it. A bubble, yeah. Just
1: yeah.
0: Because to... they could do all the stuff on the holodeck too, I imagine. But they'd have to go out into real dangerous places. Like maybe that would be the first episode they've been doing so well in the holodeck. They're like, hey, let's go out and see what happens on a real planet, and then they all get
2: raped by aliens. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> <laughs> this whole episode took a dark turn. You started it. I did not. Oh my god!
1: <laughs> oh my god! we oh something
2: simple and innocent, and all of a sudden, all right, all right, they just start blowing each other. <laughs> okay, so fine. So it's like,
1: they work up to that. They yeah. start <laughs> up to that. Simple
0: experimentation. <laughs> hey, have Look, you ever have you ever kissed a girl? No. Have you ever have you ever sucked some guy's cock? Guy?
2: Because <laughs> that's how it goes, right? We said, All "I was." All I know is that Coach Jones said summer camp doesn't count.
1: <laughs> so, sure, that's why they can experiment in okay. space scouts. Yeah,
0: space scouts <laughs> in space. And this, the the music can be similar too, just with the bugle. You know, just jazz it up a little bit yeah. so it sounds a little more wacky. You know,
1: maybe like a kazoo. <laughs> that was a great idea.
0: <laughs> I like <laughs> space scouts. <laughs> Space scouts to get their merit badges, you know. They're blowing each other. This is a great idea.
2: <laughs>
1: Jesus Christ.
0: I mean, they're kids. They're experienced. They don't know any different. Like, they're playing hump the pillow next I, night. They're humping each other.
1: Okay. I just want to see them, like, putting up a tent in, like, just outer space.
2: Yeah.
1: Just a tent floating through space. And he gets
2: in space and he unzips the tent to, to, to and
1: just. Oh, and so explosive out. decompression. It's it, it
0: sucked out to the back. No one can
2: hear scream in space. And he dies. And he becomes a ghost. And that's where space ghost comes from.
1: Yes. I'm into
2: it. He was a space scout. They got sucked into space.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. He was a
2: space. In space.
0: He got sucked off. <laughs> there you go.
2: Yeah.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> but then, i mean you know what you, you said the jetty was uncalled for so now i'm getting i'm, I'm needling you oh yeah <laughs> oh
1: yeah
0: you look uncomfortable no, it's, i'm fine he's or, be feel
1: uncomfortable later
0: or aroused <laughs> oh. no, no. <laughs> Which is, which is normally, which is the way I've lived most of my adult sexual being. is like aroused a but confused. <laughs> kind of uncomfortable, you know? Yeah. Mm. It's the story yeah. of my life. This is really hot, but man, it's just kind of fucking
1: weird. Yeah. Whatever. Go with
2: it. <laughs> I, I've lived in masturbatory states for so long that that's the feeling I'm most comfortable with. Like when you've got the really good porn, you do your thing. And now you feel disgusted with yourself. Oh yeah, and like, totally. know. that—that's what I feel like. It, that's what I feel like most days. That's my—that's okay. my normal state. Is I'm disgusted, and I want to take a nap. Yeah. See, I-, I think that's 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 your upbringing.
0: That's your parents' fault. That's you know, like it's just it's just your penis, Ben. You know. Yeah. You know, God well, gave Scott
1: gave like no, like I, ten I, penises
2: I, for a reason, Ben. So they can feel ten times the disgust. <laughs> <laughs> Two uh, hands at a time. How
1: I mean, masturbate?
2: Very carefully. <laughs> With honor. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> With
1: honor. I mean, they can't just use their hands. Like if they're gonna jerk off all ten penises at once, then they have to
2: A spiked glove. Okay. No, no, it's okay. Remember that device <laughs> Thomas Jefferson invented where you can he could write and then it's got like this series of of of, of uh, cantilevered.
0: Which is the dumbest invention ever. But
2: now you can well back then you didn't have Xerox machines, so if you're writing a letter, this would make a true copy. Mm-hmm. Right? Well it's kinda like that. Why didn't you just get his slaves to do it for them? Because it was against the law to to teach them to write. I know. He was
1: under the table sucking them off.
2: <laughs> so anyway, the Klingons have would have don't have this because this isn't anywhere near canon. But if they were to have this mini peni, it would have a series of these these Klingon style hands <laughs> where they work the one within all of these oh, others, gotcha. like a marionette system. Yeah.
1: turn a, a like a wheel or something, and it just
2: <laughs> well, no, that, that's, that's a
1: clean. Clean. the
0: that's wheel clean. in the sky, like the Journey song. It keeps no, it's up a,
1: turning <laughs>
2: It's a this is a Klingon Jack in the Box. <laughs> that's where that term comes from. And to be fair, I mean, they only have two. I mean, right.
0: That's the, 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 the 10 thing is just a dumb theory that we came up with because we're stupid.
2: They have two hands, therefore, they have two dicks. Yeah.
0: Okay. wouldn't make any more
2: sense than that. I mean, it's on. like explaining why bananas are shaped the way they are.
1: So they can fit, fit your, your hand. Shoved up your ass.
2: <laughs> Both. Oh, Fits okay. your hand.
1: I've been shove eating bananas completely wrong. Yes, you have. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we all have. I love bananas. I eat them every day.
0: <clears throat> bananas are really yummy, and they're good for you. A lot of potassium. Especially if you're getting it rectally. It's just right in.
2: Yeah. Just right into the system.
1: Yeah. absorbs faster. Totally. Okay.
2: The trick is to do it like a tampon. So you, you pop one end of the banana,
1: uh-huh.
2: shove it in there, and then squeeze so the banana do not oh. get, get the peel. <laughs> it feels
1: like the applicator. Yes.
2: Gotcha. Precisely. Okay, so
0: um, what do we think of the episode on a scale of 1 to 10?
1: The Jake – I
2: thought we did 1 to 9 on this one. Whatever, man. 1 to 9, that's fine. That's right. Okay,
0: all right. Shoot me. Stay stay self-consistent with your – I I forget. I forget sometimes. This is what happens when you don't have Dennis here to keep us straight. Well, to be fair, he has a new baby
2: yeah and i love the how he he basically got the get out of jail free card oh yeah he, totally because he shows up the day the baby's born he records that night so man, no oh, what, what, what are you gonna do oh you're mad at me for not showing up i was here when my child was born what, what what's wrong, wrong
0: with you people
2: <laughs> yeah so he gets the free pass it's like damn it Why did i think of this
1: brilliant
2: yeah, yeah. he's just, a smart guy
0: that's right?
2: a one one a nine one to nine. I the Jake and Nog thing for me that that really brings it up. Yeah, I agree. I I'm like at six and a half or seven because wow, it. six maybe. I'm trying to. I don't know. I'm gonna go six and a half. I'm gonna
0: agree with Ben. I'm gonna say six and a half. I really like this episode.
1: See, I I just thought it was average. I like mm-hmm. the Jake and Nog part a lot better than the the A story. Yeah, if not for that, I. Definitely wouldn't have liked it as much, but um, I'm just going to give it a five.
0: Okay. See, because I, I look at the Jake and Nog as like a seven part for me. It's re- It's very fun, and the other part's like a five, four and a half
2: almost. So then
0: yeah. put it together and to kind of get a six. You know.
1: Makes yeah. sense.
2: See, my thing was it uh, Brian Keith because of the Hardcastle and McCormick connection. See, for
0: me, cool. see for me, that was a downer because I thought it was Peter Graves. And then when yeah. it wasn't, I was like, who's this pretender? Yeah, Peter Graves is a lot taller than that. Yeah, but Peter Graves would have – how cool would have been if that was Peter Graves? Like, that would have been the best. That would have been pretty awesome. Because then he could have said some, like, airplane lines in there too, and that would have just been awesome. Like, I was running it through my head like, wow, this is going to be so great. Peter Graves is here. Like,
1: I'm wow. so sorry. You ever watch Gladiator movies, Kira?
0: You ever seen a grown man naked, Kira? <laughs>
2: You ever been to a Turkish prison, hero? <laughs>
1: <laughs> now that episode is like an eight.
2: Oh, that episode's <laughs> the
0: best episode. of ever. Just like Peter Graves reciting his lines to Kira from airplane. And, so, and he could just do the same ones over and over and over again. Like, yes. Why do you keep asking me if I like gladiator movies, old man?
1: Cause she would react different every time.
2: Yeah. yeah. Halfway through does Kareem Abdul-Jabbar show up and he's got like mm-hmm. the little. Yes, totally. Thing yes. And- okay yeah I love that uh, the, uh, he's the best in that movie like it's so like his delivery
0: is so great
2: I mean, I, you know, like
0: Gladiator movies
2: <laughs> well he was just the, the dramatic actor and, I mean, and that's what made it so funny was that's the the same thing Gladiator. with Leslie so same, same thing with Leslie Nielsen I mean
0: like he was a dramatic actor up until that point you know it, that changed his entire career for the better
2: Oh, God, gotcha. yeah. Oh, that
1: was before, uh, like, Police Squad. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
2: that's why Police Squad uh, exists.
1: yeah.
2: His airplane, yeah. He, he, like- was, he was just, like, a handsome
0: actor, like, TV actor of the day. You'd see on, like, Perry Mason and shit like that. And then, like, he had a decent career.
2: Yeah.
0: You know, like, he was doing stuff, and then he got an airplane, and then it just kind of,
2: you know? Yeah. I highly recommend uh, for any Star Trek fans that want to get the proto-Star Trek, to watch Forbidden Planet hmm. because that thing is just, it, it's like the, the trainee guide for mm. how to, you know, make a Star Trek universe. <clears throat> he, Leslie Nelson is so Kirk in that. Yeah. It's just, you have mm-hmm. in, in the ship's doctor and but then you get the wacky robot and you know, you need a wacky robot. robot. Probably the robot. Yeah. You need a wacky you robot. Have the the robot yeah. helps. And then I would also recommend that you watch Amazon Women from the Moon.
0: With or, with or without pants?
2: Oh, no, it's it's a, it's a, a comedy. from.
0: <laughs> uh, Let me ask you a question. Have you ever seen Robinson Crusoe on Mars?
2: Yes, I have, with Adam West, who dies early on in the...
0: Uh, that looks really good. It keeps coming up on, on my Netflix feed. Oh, God,
2: you see, it's, it's on our recommended thing, too. And it's actually in my list now because I love that movie. I saw it when I was a kid because of the Adam West... It's the Martian before it was the Martian. Okay,
0: because I even I was even talking to a friend of mine about like I would like to do a Robinson Crusoe in space comic, and then I saw that movie, and I was like, oh, never mind.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Been done. Simpsons did it. Yeah, totally. But uh, yeah, this it's it's a really good movie for the time. time. It's one of those fun sci-fis that you oh, like. dude,
0: I, I love that stuff, like Journey to the Center of the Earth. and oh, if, uh,
2: if you like that stuff, you'll love this. Do you know what
0: else is really good is, um, oh shit, uh, Beneath, uh, no, the, what is it, Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea? The movie, top notch. Oh, yeah. And then the TV, what is the movie, uh, Lost World? Have you seen the Lost World movie based on the book with, ah, um, oh, man, with, what's his face, Claude Rains?
1: No, it's, I seen
0: it's, that. It's, it's it's um it's the same guy that did boys at the bottom of the sea and lost in space urban Irwin allen yeah it's it's him it's his movie mm-hmm. it's 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 really good i would recommend it
2: okay i'll check that out because yeah. the only lost world i ever watched was the whatever that you know when back in the 90s how you would always have these syndicated yeah. saturday shows like xena and he hercules and and shit like that yeah and so one of them was lost world Mm-hmm. and so it's, they would, it's probably the same premise what
0: was the premise of this
2: well they're explorers they come across this plateau that's same premise yeah, you know, that's, yeah. that's that's the they book yeah
0: yeah the book is yeah it's awesome the book is dope and then the movie the the with claude rains is really awesome because i after seeing the invisible man i decided that i love claude rains because i love his voice and he's just awesome. So I tried to watch a lot of his films and that was one of them. And I really liked it.
2: Check out Transylvania six, 5,000. He's in that. No, he's not in that, but you like the invisible man.
0: <laughs> no, I like the vo I like Claude rains.
2: Like I like the actor.
0: He was also the Phantom and Phantom yeah. of
2: the Opera. I think. If memory serves me. So. Yeah. He great. Yeah. So another one of those great careers.
0: Uh, Claude rains. Great actor. <laughs> All right.
2: Who else was a great actor? Brian, Brian Keith. Yeah, no,
0: not Peter Graves. Brian Dennehy
2: is dope. Uh, Yeah. Maybe he'll show up on a future episode of DS9. I don't know. That's, that's up to the God, the Star Trek gods. I don't know. I haven't got that far. We'll have to see. We'll see. So, well, all right, guys. I
0: I didn't know that Peter Weller was in that Star Trek movie. I totally forgot that. I just remember
2: Admiral Tyler Perry. I don't remember Admiral Robocop. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, Admiral RoboCop was in it.
0: Your move, Creep.
2: <laughs> matter of fact, I think that's what you called him at the time. Yeah, I think so. Admiral um, RoboCop. You
0: know, knowing me um, no, and knowing my uh, my my passion for RoboCop, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was referred to ad nauseum as Admiral RoboCop. Because <laughs> if it's one thing I enjoy, it's beating a dead. <laughs>
1: who doesn't really. And-
2: RoboCop. We need to get one of these conventions to sponsor us, just get get the Dork Trick team together and show these movies and us just sit there and rip them apart.
0: See, I think that would be very difficult to do. Just because like even if you watch like the Rift Tracks and 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 Mystery Science Theater, they watch those films yeah, number of times, and they write bits. Those are written bits that they yeah. they just don't riff on them. Like they yeah. write shit. It's, it's, it's reverse. It's a painstaking process, and we're not doing that. So let's move on. Yeah, we're lazy. Like we would just go, "Hey, look at that fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> look, at the, look at the tits on that chick. Yeah, you know, it's a guy. Wow. This is a, a, this is way more fun to do. Yeah." Because then you can just kind of see what comes to. you. But yeah, all that shit is. That's why I always thought that show was brilliant because they sit down and watch that movie over and over and over again, and they write those bits, and that shit is on point. But
1: yeah. they make it sound like they're just sitting yeah off the top of their yeah. heads.
0: And I mean, and to be fair, like for the riff tracks and Mystery Science Theater three thousand, like maybe if you had to give it a percentage, I'd say like sixty percent of the jokes. Are good. Some of them are just straight up stinkers. You're just like, right, "That's bad." But I mean, yeah, but
2: you, you get them yeah. just popping out. Yeah. You, I mean, if you're shotgunning it like that, you don't have to be a hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, so I love that show.
0: And every Thanksgiving they do uh, the marathon on YouTube now or whatever. So oh. yeah, it's pretty dope. Just get, get yourself a Chrome and you can watch it on your television.
2: We have the Chrome.
0: Yeah, I watched. I tried watching it last year, and my daughter was like, why are we watching people watching a movie? <laughs> I'm like, you sound like my mom. <laughs> when I was a kid, she would say the same thing. Oh, this show is stupid. So yes. Yes, it is. All right. Well, there you go, guys. Uh, thank you for your participation. It's wonderful as always. Jenny, you are free to be a jerk to Ben because it's 1120. Thank you, thank you. So you you made it. Can, you actually got an extra five minutes of nice, Ben. So enjoy. H- happy birthday. Oh, wait, I didn't know when the nice started, but okay. oh, oh yeah. <laughs> not helping yourself, Ben. Not helping yourself. So, all right, guys. Well, thank you as always, and uh, we'll see you soon.
1: Bye. Good night.
0: All right, end meeting. No, I don't want to end meeting. I want to stop recording. Cancel. Stop.